guys, welcome back and welcome to the first official episode of Badass Women from Art History. So the last episode was a special app um, and it was introducing you to this mini-series, which makes this episode the official episode one. Um, so the whole point of this episode is that it will be launching us from the very beginning of art history and the art history timeline, which is also, you know, aka the prehistoric and ancient historical era. So I believe, and I employ this philosophy a lot as a history teacher, um, that history should be viewed and studied as faction, a mix of fact and fiction. This is because we're basing our understanding of history and what came before us on research, artifacts, primary and secondary resources, and then interpreting them. Um, you know, we don't have all the answers. And as we weren't physically there, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard for us to deduce exactly what was happening. Um, so it's entirely interpretation-based, which therefore makes it a combination of fact and fiction. Anyway, obviously there are no actual or exact records of who the artists of the prehistoric era were, but studies of many early ethnographers, and um, ethnography is a qualitative research method, and cultural anthropologists, anthropologists study the aspects of humans within past and present societies, have basically indicated that women often were the principal artisans in Neolithic cultures. Um, Neolithic refers to the category of the final stage of the Stone Age. Um, they created pottery, textiles, baskets, painted surfaces, and jewelry. So a lot of these forms of art aren't considered fine art these days, um, but are still considered within the art sphere, especially when looking at ancient and um, indigenous art, for example. And when I say indigenous, I mean globally, not just as Aboriginal, Australian Aboriginal indigenous. Um, you know, studies of cave paintings from the Paleolithic era, which refers to the Stone Age in a nutshell. So when you say Paleolithic era, we mean Stone Age. Um, has indicated that these cultures followed similar patterns to that of the latter Neolithic period, which is the late stage again of the Stone Age. Um, cave paintings in this era often have human handprints, and fortunately, the use of these, like the the, the study of these handprints, um, has enabled anthropologists to identify that at least seventy five percent of them were women, based on size, based on shape, based on all of these things that categorize as biologically different to men. And when I say men and women, I don't mean gender, I mean biologically. Um, it's clear women's role in creative pursuits were dominant, and this could have contributed to the evolutionary socialized concept that creative pursuits are inherently feminine and, you know, quote unquote, a woman's job, which begs the question at what point a woman pushed to the back seat. So from the Paleolithic, um, prehistoric era, we move now onto the ancient historical era. So looking at content specifically on the African content, there is a specific artwork, which is the cover art for this episode, which is the geometric Imigongo art. I apologize if I butchered that pronunciation. Um, it originates in Rwanda and East Africa, and it's traditionally associated with women artists, even to this day. It's also an amazing art form. I mean, I foster the belief that all art was once contemporary, but sometimes a formal style just transcends, you know, its era and manages to maintain currency, and this is certainly one of them. I mean, I would look at this kind of art and think that it was created, you know, now, not just, you know, historically, especially the style being that it's consistent across the board, across history. Um, it reminds me a lot of Mondrian, actually. Um... Moving on in the classical European and Middle East. So the earliest records of Western cultures rarely mentions a, you know, specific individual, although women are depicted in all of the art and some are shown laboring as artists. 
So ancient references by Homer, who was an ancient Greek writer and author of the Iliad and Odyssey. Highly recommend. Go read. Cicero, who was an ancient Roman statesman, lawyer, and academic skeptic. He's also one of my favorite philosophers. Go read his writings on rhetoric and politics. Shit gives me goosebumps. And Virgil, the ancient Roman poet who wrote the Aeneid, amongst many others. Also recommend that. Studied at uni. It's great. I mentioned the Aeneid as it's the only one I've studied. So, yeah. Anyway, all of these guys in their many texts, primary resource as it's from the horse's mouth, so to speak, um, mention the prominent role of women in textiles, poetry, music, and other cultural activities without discussion of individual artists. So we know they were there. We know they were prominent. Um, you know, amongst the earliest European historical records concerning individual artists is that of Pliny the Elder, who was a Roman author, who wrote about a number of Greek women who were painters, including Helena of Egypt. Some modern critics hypothesize that the Alexander Mosaic, which is a floor mosaic dated to 100 BC, might not have been the work of a particular male Greek poet whose name I cannot pronounce and will butcher, but I'm going to call him Philo. Philozenus, I think, is the full name. Sorry if I got it wrong again. Um, but actually of, you know, produced by Helena of Egypt. You know, it's it's no, like, you know, biggest eye roll right now. It's no surprise and it's, it's no... Um, not disagreed on that women have been miscredited you know historically and currently in art so helena of egypt was one of the few named women painters who might have worked in ancient greece she was reputed to have produced a painting of the battle of isis which hung in the temple of peace during the time of vespian who was a roman emperor other women include um Timorate, irene calypso Iaea, and olympias and you know i guess it's, it's important to know that though we do not have exact records because we don't at all when it comes to, you know, ancient history, as I've said, there is enough evidence and enough proof to suggest that women had a prominent role in art. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you learned something new while researching. I certainly did. And I'll see you next time for episode two, which will be focusing on the medieval period. Bye!